Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dum dum da dum dum da dum da dum da dum. Excuse me, this is your cab. We already have Mr. Marino on board. Who's next to join? I think we all know. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, welcome to the Manchester United Redcast as we hold our heads in shame, as we become the battering rams, the laughing stock, the village idiot. We have been getting it. And if you are a Manchester United supporters, may I take this opportunity to give you my deepest sympathy. But things... They will get better, as they said in 1997 when Tony Blair was elected Prime Minister. This can only get better. No? D-Ream, by the way. <sighs> my name's Eddie Nestor, and I'm here for you tonight, today, this afternoon, to hang my head in shame and talk about my prediction last time. Yeah. And I must say, the accountant is here. He called, he was the pessimist, the Prozac king. He had the razor blade, the needle out last week. He was predicting the demise of Manchester United. And I am ashamed to tell you he was right. I bow to your greater knowledge. I apologise for ridiculing you and for sticking those pins in effigies of you, sir. Dave, good evening to you. Good evening. It is with a heavy heart that I actually, you know, I'm happy that it came true. I don't want these things to come true. But let me tell you, three successive defeats, six games without a win, longest winless run since 2007, first home league defeat to a promoted side since October 2001, two defeats against a promoted side in the same season for the first time since 2003-2004. Last week, when you were optimistically saying 3-0, 4-0, I said, where is the goals going to come from? This is going to get worse. And I will... I've made a prediction last week that I thought this was going to happen. I'm going to make a bold one now. When we're recording this podcast, it's, what is it, the 21st today? 21st of December 2015. If Manchester United still have Van Gaal in charge of this club at the end of the season and Guardiola goes to Manchester City, Manchester United will not win the league for at least the next 10 years. So, 
We're here talking about Manchester United. Uh, wherever you are, you've probably seen the match. You've probably felt the heat. It was amazing. It's the, the aim of any team event, right, as I understand. And I'm going to get deep now because I'm probably in as much pain as I've been in in all the years we've been doing he the is, podcast. He is. Worse than Moyes because actually under Moyes, you know, they were trying something. Even under Moyes, the football was more attractive than it is under Van Howe. Because if you can see pointless, needless football, more passing before a shot is taken than any other team, fewer goals being scored, now that whole idea of conceding fewer goals is gone, then you have to worry. Because it's, attra- it's not attractive. It's not fun. They're not coming out with smiles on their faces. Mm. You don't see... The future, you don't, it's not, the future is not orange. No. So, Mr. Van Hal, now, the, the only dispute is about whether or not he goes sooner rather than later. I get the feeling he ain't the guy in a guy you sack. Mm. Tell me what you think. Well, the, to talk about Van Gaal versus Moyes, Moyes' major signings, Marianne Fellaini, 27.5, Matter 37.1. Total spend, 64.6 million. That's 1.1 million per point in the Premier League under Moyes. And the amount of players that are signed under Van Gaal, I can't even go through them all, but it's 247.7 million pounds. And that's well, we've two, got some come back, yeah, haven't we? 2.5 million per point in the Premier League. Not, not a huge amount because the players we've let go, for instance, like Javier Hernandez, who's, I think we, they, we sold him for 7 million, scored like 18 goals. And even James Wilson scored another goal for Brighton. But that's here, there, or there. But yes, I, I, I don't think there's a way back for him. I said this last week. When you saw him interviewed after that game, his eyes, he looked lost. I, think he, I don't think he knows how to get this team out of the funk that it's in. And I don't believe the players understand this philosophy of got this process and it, it's all over the place. I think they even went 4-4-2 on Saturday and it's, it didn't work. It's the same old story. Even the Norwich manager said what they wanted to do was in the first 20 minutes stop United from scoring because they come out they're more high-tensity, more high-pressure. And after 20 minutes, they can't score. And then it falls apart. And then they just try to take, take them on the break. It's, the whole team has just gone to bits. And I don't know what's going to happen. There's rumours. These are just rumours, by the way, that Marino's already signed a five-year deal. And he will take over the club before Christmas. I've heard that. But I've heard also that they'd stick him with Van Gaal. And, Robin, and Iron Robin is about to sign a deal in January to come to the club. So what? who knows what's going to happen? But my point is, whether we get Mourinho and would he come in for the rest of the season? Is he going to want to take a longer deal? My concern is bigger. Like, Why it, would we want him? Well, who, well here, here is exactly, a guy I agree. whose ego has got in the way. All he needed to do was say sorry. Right, they've come out. They won three one the other night, Chelsea. Which also, you have to look at the players as well. well no, mate. I don't have to look at the players because you know what the players are. The players are all plucking eyebrows, shagging girls, drinking, showing off, playing PlayStation and gambling. That's what we know that. Yeah. And so, so actually, you have to. The problem is the the players are now more powerful than the most yeah, yeah. powerful manager in the game. He is singularly forget about Arsene Wenger for a little while because he's an anomaly. Mm. But you know, Marino is the most powerful manager in the game, heralded as the best manager. Mm. And now he has been. You could call it what you want. We're parting ways. Da 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 da. They said that at Real Madrid, yeah, he's got and the they said tat. that uh, 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 that he's been 
the, the taxi has been called yeah. for him. So if they can do that to Marino, that means there is no manager that they can't do it to. No, and that's the point. I think a lot of United supporters would have never wanted Mourinho to come to United because of, still because of what he, you know, what they believe, the what he's like, the circus that it is. But I think you also have to remember the game's changed. I mean, a lot of United supporters are very romantically looking at, we must have a long-term plan. We need someone to be involved for a long period. It's 2015. People want action and they want trophies now so the idea of having a manager of five or six years doesn't happen anymore it's three years it's going to be two or three years if listen Jurgen Klopp right has lost against Watford right they got smashed against Crystal Palace City or whatever yeah Yeah? so his reputation has hung on the two games that he's won the two high intensity games when he blew them out of the water here's the thing you're watching a team grow we're watching the way they play the way they move the way they press you don't have that it's not like I can watch Van Hull's team and go I can see what they are trying to do But, but I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast and they've made the point that we have not talked about how difficult it must be with the injuries he's had yes there's been a hell of a lot of injuries and also have we addressed why we've had them because these have happened really in the last two seasons under his steward stewardship really so why we are getting these we don't know so i'm not going to say well forget the injuries we're in that situation because we're in it but he's also spent a huge amount of money and what i would say about van Gaal is he came this is not just his issue. This is an issue that started with the, the football hierarchy at United. I said five... We've been doing this five years odd now. I said right at the beginning, if the hierarchy at United don't work out correctly the exit strategy for when Ferguson goes, yep. this club could end up like what happened after Busby. And basically, they just let it happen and we took... We, we just... There was no idea what he do. For, I think when you win the Premiership by double-digit points, you take it for granted that you will at least be yeah, competitive. But for years they took it for granted. And that's why Ferguson spent less and less money on bolstering the team or making it better. But I think the point is with Van Gaal, um, he's actually done the thing what I wanted them to get a manager to do in the first place, which he steadied the ship. You know, there was a lot, you had to get rid of a lot of dead wood, a lot of players left for certain reasons, and he did steady it, and he got us back into the top four, which is what we wanted. This season, what we wanted to see was the progression of the process and the f- philosophy, and it hasn't happened. And worst of all, it's gone backwards, and you're looking at it thinking, what, what is his philosophy? What is this team doing? You, you cannot, it's dull to watch, and there's, the players don't seem to know what they're doing. Um, they, he, they don't seem to enjoy no, it. No, and that, and I don't think anyone's enjoying it, and I don't think he's enjoying it. And I, I think it's his face, he looked lost at the end of that game. And um, for a, let, it's hard, I'm going to call him a dinosaur, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. He's an old school manager, and this is 2015, and I think he's well, finding Brent, it. Brendan Rogers is a new school manager. Who's the boy, Monk? At, yeah. at Swansea, he's a new school. So don't make a distinction as though they're. Well, what I mean th- is, there's that, no difference. Yeah, between but uh, you it's and just difficult for them to. Th- I think when they get to that kind of age, like Ferguson, they they find it difficult to change. They they stick to what they want to do, whether it's working or not. We wouldn't have spent as much money, and we would be more competitive under Ferguson. Let's discuss. Well, I think Ferguson gave you probably another 20% or, you know, 15, 20 points in a season because of 
because of the aura. And that was, I think United have been living on that ready break aura for a number of years because really we haven't been playing that well under Ferguson. I know we won that title, the last one under him, but we haven't been playing dynamic, beautiful football, I don't think, since probably Ronaldo left. And there's, um, we kind of been just grinding out the results. And, and I've guessed the, the, the players are scared and fearful of Ferguson and him driving them on has got us to win those points and, and, and get us to win that championship when we needed to. And I think he's walked away and left like utter chaos and left when you actually look at that squad compared to others it wasn't great so Van Gaal has had to he's probably got into that club thinking it's in a good state and got there and thought oh my god it isn't it isn't good but it doesn't help that the players you release are doing well for other yeah, teams yeah that's, that's a kick in the teeth as well even, you know? even Di Maria who I think could have been managed differently and might have still been at the club he's scored a hat-trick I think on the weekend you've got Sil Hernandez like I said scoring goals there's players performing in other you know for other teams that is that's hard but that can happen but I think it's deeper you have to look at the management of the club above Van Gaal I think Ed Woodward's got a lot to answer for yeah who's I, identifying players it's just got to be, you can't imagine somebody telling yeah. Van Gaal you, you got to pick that I'll player. tell you what Ed Woodward got control of that football club and it was like he was a teenage pubescent boy who just got the girl of his dreams and he doesn't know what to do with it and he's so excited and he's rushing out and now he's trying to sign Neymar and he's trying to get Ramos and he's going out of his league you know he, he, and all these things are unattainable he's wasting his energy and saying I need to return from business in Australia because I've got some major signing this is coming out of complete bollocks and you know taking his eye off the ball completely and I think he's got a lot to answer for. And I think he's, I think we're going to find out what he's all about in the next couple of weeks. Because with the fixtures coming up, if Van Gaal doesn't get the tin tack before Christmas, these two fixtures will def- define what happens to but, him. But the real problem is that you can't just throw money at it because no. we've done that. And, you know, that's an awful lot of money. And the, the, the last, I suppose, West Ham, you could say, Leicester, you could definitely say, and Norwich. They've got exactly what you want to get out of Bournemouth. a team. And Bournemouth, yeah. who, who beat us, of course. What, what you want is that you want the 11 players to get a greater amount than their individual yeah. parts allow. And, and, and we're doing the opposite. Yeah. So when those guys are fighting for each other, working for each other, tracking back for each other, and then you've got the crowd who enjoy the effort. It's an English effort mm. thing, isn't it? So when we used to watch Rooney at left back, we're like, Rooney, Rooney. Mm. And now you, you see a, a, a load of poncing millionaires who kind of don't really want mm. to do anything because they might get their nails yeah. dirty. D- then you've got a problem yeah. I think. A, a lot of people are saying this season's a pretty poor season the Premier League's not very good I don't actually what because well, Manchester, because it, yeah. Manchester City are not no, 12 no, points no, clear no no, I, it's poor because Watford beat Liverpool because Bournemouth beat Manchester United because Leicester beat Chelsea because things are happening that are not so, in yeah, the but, normal but order would you say that's to more to do with the fact that there's more money in the Premier League so the teams that would normally be the whipping boys or in the mid table at the bottom they've got more money they're able to attract better players so if you are one of these so-called top four or five teams you can't just cruise through a game at 90% now when you're playing against Bournemouth or Stoke or Norwich or Leicester you have to put it in and if you're not like I think United are not doing for and I think they they hate the training they hate the regimentation of it they don't it's it's not exciting they have to play to rule it's not the United way and I, I 
they haven't he hasn't lost the dressing room like I think Mourinho lost the dressing room but I think they just don't enjoy playing football for him and it, everyone can see it and also, I think that Leicester are the only team that really want to win the league at the moment. I think they're the only ones that want to go out and then look like they're enjoying it. But I don't think that this can change. I think we've been waiting for this corner to turn this for a long time, and it's not. I don't see it improving. The only way I can see it ch- uh, improving if there's a change at the top. I don't think there's going to be one of those. Do you think that he's going to stay in that position until yeah, the end until, of the season? A, a, until at the... Ver- until at the very least the end of the season, because of what you just said, mm-hmm. it would mean that Woodward would have to be a chief manipulator. It meant that they would have to be a dynasty, a hierarchy, the kind of thing that happens at Chelsea, where you knew, right? Yeah. You knew six weeks ago that they had prepared everything for the moment they pressed the button on Marina. You knew that. Mm. He was a dead man walking. The rope was around his neck. You don't feel that about Do you not Van feel Hull. that Van Hal's a dead man no, walking? No, Cause I, I no. Because I kind of no. do. Because they're not prepared for it. They never are. That's the no, f- problem well they, with yeah, him. Yeah, but they were at Chelsea. There's a lot of people on the, pod, on the, on the Twitter at United Redcast saying... They'd, if he got the boot, they'd like to see Ryan Giggs take over till the end of the season, and then possibly maybe we could get Guardiola. Well, what, 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 what do you what, see about what, that? What would Ryan Giggs bring? I don't think as the manager that he couldn't bring as the assistant no, manager. No, I, I don't think he's ready for it. I don't think I don't think United, uh, United would ever give Ryan Giggs a manager's job. Um, there, there was a lot a lot made of the fact that he actually got off the bench with ten minutes to go at the weekend because, as everyone knows, Van Hal never moves an inch from that bench and he got off his backside Giggsy and went down with 10 minutes to go to try to G up the, up the team and the crowd were singing Giggsy, Giggsy and the people made a lot out that he was the only one trying to make the effort but I don't see that um, do you see Ed, do you see Mourinho taking over or no. do you have a fear of no. possibly if Guardiola goes to Manchester City what could happen to United? I think there's some incredibly talented managers coming through, I think that you know, the point that you make about dinosaurs mm. and dictators, fascists, call yeah. them what you yeah, will, yeah. which is what Marino is. And if it's going your way, then it's fine. I think in many ways the ego with Van Hal is the same. Mm. If it's going well, if we're winning, I think nobody would have any problems mm. with Van Hal. I don't think anybody had any problems with Marino. When it's not going well, like with Real Madrid, like with uh, Manchester, sorry, like with Chelsea, yeah. then he doesn't have the man management skills to turn it around. So if the Maria is unsettled because somebody broke into his house, he's not liking the English game, would you like to come? Me and my wife would like to cook you a meal. Mm. We sit down. When he gets there, Rooney's there. And we sit and we have a chat. Mm. You are people, I think, you know, there is a story that's told, right, that uh, Sir Alex Ferguson went to Portugal and uh, who was our assistant manager was the Portuguese mm. with Ronaldo and said, look, I know you want to go and I can't stop you. Yeah. You give me one more year, give me 30 goals, give me one more year and I, pr- I give you my word here and now, I will not stand in your way. He got 30 goals. 
He went and we got a club record 80 million. Mm. But he had to treat him. You cannot have, you, you get the feeling that Van Gaal would have Ronaldo and go, well, you're just one of a team. And you're not. Yeah. You're all, not. It, yeah, it's all stick. There's no character. You see what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That, you're not one. You know, you're an incredibly gifted and uh, you would make almost any World Eleven that anybody could think of in any era of the game. You are that good. So you know you're that good. I know you're that good. How do we work together to get the best out of you? And I think if that's what you're talking about in terms of blowing smoke up uh, players' asses, then that, that's actually a composite part of your... Some people are going to need the arm around the yeah. shoulder. Some people need to kick up the backside. And, and some people need reassurance that they're needed. Do you think that Van Haller's, in, in a way, made certain players worse? Rooney, well, well why, don't, why, don't, why don't we look at the player? Let's look at it the positive way and then everything else. Mm. We'll leave Luke Shaw out of it yeah. for, for a second. Smalling has been made better. Young has been made better. That's it. Yeah. There is no other player in that squad uh, that has been made no. better. And what you want and what you get a feeling from with somebody like Jurgen Klopp is that he can kick your ass. He can put his arm around your shoulder. And his aim, whether he will get there or not, is to make those players in the team better than they were before he came. Yeah. That, that, and that, that's what I worry about. I think he's come in as a kind of authoritarian figure, like six foot odd. You know, deep voice. This is what I've achieved in the game. Mm. If you want to learn, then learn. If you don't, then I'll put you out. Mm. And I think that, that can only work so far. Yeah, and I think that's why I said that was the kind of person we needed in straight after Ferguson to carry on that kind of level yeah. and keep everyone in check and and understand. I wish everyone was are. still there. I wish... At least one of yeah. the old guard, yeah. not Ferdinand, it had gone I clearly. Vidic, it had gone clearly. But I'm just trying to think of who we sold who still had it. Yeah. And the only one would be ever, really, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, and he was a captain in the dressing room as well. And yeah, I, big, it was just, big it was just It was just mismanagement again by someone who shouldn't have even had the job in the first place. But I don't know how we move on from this. I mean, it, it is doom and gloom. And last week on the podcast, I was very matter-of-fact, like I... I actually will say again, I think after this defeat at home to Norwich, he should have asked, he should have handed his resignation in or, or at least offered it again. But I don't know, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But he's obviously fearful. Well, I don't know if fearful for his job because, you know, he's, he's, he's coming to, he's already said this is his last job. But I mean, his pride would not want him to get sacked from this job. But I can't see how this is going to improve. I can't see how it ends well. No. And that's why I just see this is kind of at the end of it. You can kind of feel it again. We've got two massive games coming up over Christmas. And I do think if we don't, if we don't win both of those games, I think it could be over for him. It's whether the hierarchy, Ed Woodward, they have someone in place. I mean, who is there? Ancelotti's already agreed to go to uh, Bayern Munich. So he, they're not going to allow him to take the club to the end of the season. Why do you- don't we take Gus? If Gus doesn't, if Gus doesn't stay at Chelsea, why wouldn't you take him? Well, at the end of the season. Well, why not? He, he, got, he, got the, he won a double for Chelsea. Yeah, he did. He's I, a kind of person that he could look anybody in their eye and say, this is what I've done. If you want to win, you're going to play like this for me. Yeah, what I, about him? I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I, well, I don't know. Atletico Madrid. Uh, Simeone, I don't know. I think that's I mean, probably... Whoa. That, I don't know. Fireworks. What, yeah, I don't know. what can we break? I don't know. I think something needs to happen at United because... I think the club needs a, like a rocket up its backside right. because it really does. No, no, I get that. But but the point I'm trying to make to you is somebody has already spoken to Pep Guardiola. Yeah. He knows 
where he is going. Regardless of if it's been made public, he knows where he is going. He knows how much money. Because what he's done is he's transformed this ticker-tacker football at Barcelona and he's taken it in and he's got a German kind of Wusprung yeah. uh, technique yeah. or whatever they call it yeah. and he's got it working at Bayern Munich. So, these people, so Alex did it at one club. Mm. One of the things that makes Marino and all those Ancelotti yeah. and all those guys interesting is they do it at multiple clubs. Yeah. So they bring a philosophy. Yeah. yeah. I, so, so I wonder. Yeah, I, I honestly believe that he's city bound. I really do. Because I think United and the way that the hierarchy work, they, they kind of just think they're above it. They're a bit like the, yeah, F, right. they're a bit like the you're FA. Right. They're a bit you're like right. the FA of the, of the Premier League. They don't think they have to approach people. It's like, well, you should come to us. Mm. And what will happen? Ed Woodward will be yeah. scrambling for the phone now to try to ask Guardiola and, and will, the at deal, the last the deal, minute. The deal's yeah, already done. And the deal's already done. So now we'll be scrambling around trying to find someone else. And that is what the issue is with he this club. C- he comes. He comes, he makes the Premiership the biggest, the best, the most challenging, the most yeah. interesting, the most watchable league yeah, in the, the world. Bayern, the FC Bayern's hierarchy, the people that have been there for 40 years, have said of him that he is the best trainer they've ever seen at the club. Day-to-day training with the players, they haven't seen anyone like it. And I believe, if I said it again, if he goes to City... There will be a shift in power in Manchester and the red side of Manchester will be looking on enviously at what happens at City. I do believe that. And I think that I feel a bit Star Wars-y because it's about a little week. I feel like the force will be with Manchester City. And I think we will be like Luke Skywalker living on some like planet somewhere a million miles away looking on enviously about what's going on. Who do you want? Who do I want as a manager? Who do you want? I'd love to have Guardiola. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I've, I do, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I think if we have to, if it's not Guardiola, it's going to be Mourinho, and the game has changed because it's not, it's not about longevity now and dynasty. It's about instant success. And if Mourinho is a two-year man, then they'll take it. And I think all of us would as well because you're talking about nearly a hundred percent of United supporters would never have wanted Mourinho there, but. At the moment, the way the club is playing, and but ultimately, we are now not in the top four, which I said last week, we probably won't be. And I know it's only points, and Leicester at the top of the table, which is incredible. Um, and there's still 21 games, I think, or 20 odd games left to go. But I don't think, and I, you, you let me know at United Redcast, can you see this changing? Eddie, can you see what is happening for the nearly half a season suddenly turning round? And becoming so much better. I, I can't see it. So what do you do? You just put up with it and hope you can scrape into the top four again and see what's available at the end of the year when all these top managers have moved around from left, right to centre. Because obviously, I don't think Gus Hiddink's going to get the Chelsea job full time. So they'll be, they'll be looking for a manager. United will be looking for a manager. There's good, it's going to be a merry-go-round. And Ancelotti's already gone to Bayern Munich. It's the Guardiola. You never know. Arsenal could win the league. Wenger could l- retire and yeah. Guardiola could go there. Or, 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 or Pellegrini looking for a job. 
Chilean is looking for yeah. a job, the Chilean engineer. I mean, a big game, of course, for them coming mm-hmm. up very soon. And I think that will go a long way to defining uh, whether or not uh, he stays at that club. Uh, sorry, it couldn't have been a little more inspirational. Uh, you can go on to the website. You can go onto the Twitter. You just heard Dave mention it, you know, United Redcast. Have your say. You know, we're here. We're pitching. We're supporters. We're just luckily uh, able to uh, be in front of a microphone. But it doesn't mean that we know any more than you. And I, I'm embarrassed by my prediction last time. A team working together. So anytime we play a team that is willing able and ready to work and die for each other it is now for me more than 50% likely they will beat us mm-hmm. so until next week it's left for me to say uh, goodbye to you David Merry Christmas uh, oh, and to you look if you're celebrating by the way you know uh, Father Christmas is an invention of Coca-Cola what? It, 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 it is not real. It, 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 there is no. You Don't know. say that. The engineer's only twelve. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my six-year-old wants me to put out carrots for Rudolph, and oh, it's nonsense that I'd have to get involved in. But we lie to our children that we. Yeah. He's a great I father, hope, by the way. Hope no children are listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the tooth, the tooth fairy forgot to put the money under my child's pillow. Yeah, yeah. What a bad tooth fairy! Yeah, I bet you are. Mm, yeah, you are yes. awful. <laughs> so uh, sold listen. the tooth as well somewhere. Someone's got it in Russia. Yeah. Someone's wearing it somewhere uh, in Romania. Look after yourself and uh, please, okay? I've never said it like this before, but if the team, the squad, uh, the manager, the chairman are listening, come on, you Pull your reds. finger out. Come on. Gosh. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.